you like to better understand the Bible? How can you grow as a Christian and find personal peace? What happens at the second coming of Jesus? What is the relevance of Bible prophecy today? How do you identify a cult? What happens when you die? Here is your opportunity to find answers to these and many other questions by exploring 30 not only relevant, but life-changing topics that await your discovery. Welcome to Search for Certainty. I'm glad you could join us. I'm your host, Gail Fong, and with me in the studio today is Hannah Nakagawa. Welcome, Hannah. Thank you, Gail. We're so glad you could join us today, and our Bible study is how to find personal peace. Mm. Have you ever felt as though something was missing in your life? Have you ever asked, how can I find peace of mind? Have you ever wondered, is there anything more to life than the humdrum of the daily routine? Suppose someone discovered a pill that would guarantee permanent peace of mind. Its producer would probably become a multimillionaire overnight. Everywhere people are looking for personal peace. Multitudes are burdened with guilt, feeling insecure, emotionally troubled and unaccepted produces an inner void. Mind-related diseases such as stomach ulcers, heart attacks and nervous breakdowns are the scourge of our society. One root cause of these diseases is an inner sense of restlessness. So we're going to be looking at today God's solution to the problem of guilt. The Bible is going to present to us only the real answer to the problem, how to find peace of mind. And Hannah, before we begin, would you open us with prayer? Yes. Thank you. Heavenly Father, Lord, we come to you and we ask you that you will give us uh, the Holy Spirit. Lord, we cannot understand your word without your spirit. And Lord, I pray that whoever is um, in this lesson, I pray, Lord, that you will um, speak to each one of us personally. And I pray that we may know who you are more and more. Pray all these things in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Hannah. Well, to begin our Bible study today, we're going to look at Romans in the New Testament, Romans chapter 3 and verse 19. What is our status with God as a result of sin? Mm. Thank you, Hannah. It says, now we know that whatever the law says, it says to those who are under the law that every mouth may be stopped and all the world may become guilty before God. Wow. So the reason we lack inner peace is a sense of guilt. Yes. Whether we always realize it or not, mm. there's something eating away inside of us. Mm. Unless we deal with the problem of guilt, We'll never have real peace. Mm. Continuing in the book of Romans, Romans chapter 3 and verse 23, how universal is the problem of sin which produces guilt? It says, um, Romans 
3.23 says, For all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. Wow. Mm. So we're all guilty. That's We've right. all sinned. All sinned. What does Paul also write in Romans chapter 6 and verse 23, if we're all guilty? It says, For the wages of sin is death. But the gift of God is eternal life in Christ Jesus our Lord. So there are consequences Mm. for our sin. Wow. But left to ourselves, we are caught in this vicious cycle. We're separated from God. Our hearts are filled with guilt. We're restless and lack inner peace. We feel guilty, unaccepted and unloved. Mm. But why, Hannah, is death the natural result of sin? What does the ancient prophet Isaiah write in the Old Testament? Isaiah 59 and verse 2. It says, But your iniquities have separated you from your God, and your sins have hidden his face from you, so that he will not hear. Mm. There's a separation between God and us because of our sins. And our iniquities. Mm, So we truly need God who's the source of life. Yes. The plan of salvation is God's process to bridge the gap caused by sin. And through Christ, we are, we can be reunited with God. Mm, Amen. Well, what is God's solution to the problem of sin? There's this beautiful verse in the Gospel of John, John chapter 3, 16. And if you're listening at home and if you've not heard this verse before, this is a wonderful verse to write out and put somewhere where you can read it every day. Mm. It says, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whoever believes in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. Wow. God gave his only son for a perishing world. The gospel is right there in Mm. this verse. Mm. We're going to unpack it a little bit more. Why did Jesus have to come to this world and die for our sins? Was his death necessary? Hebrews chapter 2 in the New Testament, verses 9 and 14. Thank you, Hannah. It says, But we see Jesus, who was made a little lower than the angels, for the suffering of death, crowned with glory and honor, that he, by the grace of God, might taste death for everyone. Verse 14, Inasmuch then as the children have partaken of flesh and blood, he himself likewise shared in the same, that through death he might destroy him who had the power of death, that is, the devil. Wow. So our God came down, 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 Hmm. left his throne in heaven, he didn't come to be just an angel. He yes. stepped down to, to become man, mm. 100% God, mm. 100% man, so that he could taste death mm. for everyone and so that he might destroy the, the power of death that the devil has caused all of us to sin. Mm. Because God's nature is love, 
He would not leave us to perish without hope. He took the penalty of sin upon himself. He knew we would be no match for the evil one. In his death on the cross, he broke the stronghold of death. Mm. Wow. How can Christ's life take the place of my imperfect life? What does his death have to do with my eternal death? In the ancient book of Isaiah, chapter 53, verses 4 to 6 and verse 12, Hannah. It says, Surely he has borne our griefs and carried our sorrows, yet we esteemed him stricken, smitten by God and afflicted. But he was wounded for our transgressions, he was bruised for our iniquities, the chastisement for our peace was upon him, and by his stripes we are healed. Mm. That's amazing. Mm. Everything he endured was not for himself, but for the world, Yes, for each one of us, for every person who's ever lived on planet Earth. Mm. Wow bore our griefs, carried our sorrows. I will read verse 6 and 12 as well. Um, It says, All we like sheep have gone astray. We have turned everyone to his own way. And the Lord has laid on him the iniquity of us all. Therefore, I will divide him a portion with the great, and he shall divide a spoil with the strong, because he poured out his soul unto death, and he was numbered with the transgressors, and he bore the sin of many, and made intercession for the transgressors. Wow. It's amazing. Everything was done for us. Yes. All his sufferings Mm. were for us. Mm bruised for our iniquities or our sins, Mm. numbered with the transgressors. It's interesting there, Hannah, because when he was crucified, they crucified Jesus between two thieves. Yes, that's right. Who were guilty. Mm. But they placed Jesus in the middle, which would affirm that to everyone else, mm. he was the most guilty. That's right. Mm. And yet... He was the innocent Innocent. Lamb Mm. of God. Mm. He truly bore the sin of many. In the plan of salvation, Jesus bears the guilt of our sins. He credits his perfect righteousness to our account. We owe a sin debt that we can never pay. And Jesus paid the enormous debt through the shedding of his blood. He died the death we deserve so we might live the life he deserves. Mm. How does the Apostle Paul describe Jesus bearing our sins? What did Jesus become for us? 2 Corinthians 5 verse 21. The Bible says, For he made him who knew no sin to be sin for us, that we might become the righteousness of God in him. Wow. So he became sin for for us. us. Mm. 
And Jesus never sinned. That's right. But he became sin. Mm. Or he accepted the guilt of our sin Mm. voluntarily. Mm. When Christ died on Calvary's cross, he willingly assumed all the guilt of our sins. I think about that. What a heavy load Mm. for the sins of the entire world were laid upon Jesus. As a divine son of God, he became a human being, Mm. lived the perfect life we should have lived, and died the death we should have died. He is our loving saviour. What does the Bible say Jesus became for us in Galatians 3.13? Became sin for us, but what else? How else does the Bible put it? It says Christ has redeemed us from the curse of the Lord, having become a curse for us. For it is written, cursed is everyone who hangs on the tree. It says he became a curse for us. Wow. Hmm. All of the guilt of sin rested upon him when he died on the cross. He bore sin's curse of condemnation. Everything I deserved, he received. Mm. Amazing love, amazing God. How does God save us? Is salvation something we can earn by our good works? Ephesians Chapter 2 and verse 8. How does God save us? What does the Bible say, Hannah? It says, For by grace you have been saved through faith, and that not of yourself, it is the gift of God. Wow. So it's offered freely to us. Yes. It is not our works, it's not our good deeds, but by grace. You have been saved. So do we deserve it? No. We don't even deserve it, too. That's right. And gift is not something that we pay. It is the gift. It's given. <laughs> yeah, freely given. Freely given. Mm. Wow. And we accept this by faith. Mm. Wow. Nothing we can add to that. Well, what question did a heathen jailer ask Paul and Silas 2,000 years ago that speaks for all of us in Acts chapter 16 and verse 30. It says, And he brought them out and said, Sirs, what must I do to be saved? That's an excellent question. Mm. That's the question we all want to know the answer to. Yes. And what answer did Paul give the Philippians? Well, actually, Hannah, What was Paul doing before the jailer asked him that question? Well, he was in prison. In prison for the word of God? Yes. And had he been doing anything that the jailer had taken note of in the Mm. verses previous that made him question? Mm. I want to read verse 25. It says, But at the midnight, Paul and Silas were praying and singing hymns to God, and the pr- prisoner were listening to them. Oh, this is amazing. 
Uh, imagine if we are in a prison. I, if I was him, I would be sad. I would be a bit depressed. But here, Paul and Silas, they were praying, singing him, and prisoners were listening to them. I think that it's amazing that they still praise God, even in the um, midst of um, prison. And they're suffering because mm. they're being beaten as that's well. That's right. That's right. And they must have been very uncomfortable how they were shackled. Mm, mm. And yet, as you said, Hannah, they were praising God. Amen. Well, the jailer wanted what they had. Mm. And just reading on in the passage, Hannah, if you wouldn't mind reading Acts chapter 16, verse 26 to 29. Sure. It says, Suddenly there was a great earthquake, so that the foundation of the prison was shaken, and immediately all the door were opened and everyone's chains were loosed. And the keeper of the prison, um, awaking from sleep and seeing the prisoner door open, supposing the prisoners had fled, drew his sword and was about to kill himself. But Paul called with a loud voice, saying, Do yourself no harm, for we are all here. Then he called for a light, ran in, and fell down trembling before Paul and Silas. Amen. Mm. What a miraculous uh, earthquake came to deliver them. Yes. But the jailer considered that they would not stay, mm. and then his life would be in jeopardy. Yes, and he tried to kill himself. Yeah, but mm. Paul said, Do no harm. Do yourself no harm. We are here. That's amazing, mm. isn't it? No wonder he said those words to them. Uh, says, what must I do mm. to be saved? As he saw their faith, he saw their courage. Yes. And he was part of that miraculous miracle of the chains coming off and mm. that earthquake. Mm. And uh, what answer did Paul give the Philippian jailer regarding his salvation in verse 31 of chapter 16? Uh, he said, So they said, Believe on the Lord Jesus Christ and you will be saved, you and your household. Now this is very interesting. Believe. Believing is simply receiving the grace God so freely offers. God's plan for saving us is simple. Mm. It is so simple that anyone can understand it. Often it has been made so complicated that few can understand it. There are four basic steps in receiving Christ. Let's look at each one of them. The first one is believe. And Hannah, we've read John chapter 3 and verse 16. But what key word stands out in that passage? For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whoever believes in him. Yes. Mm. There's that word right there in the heart of that beautiful verse. I hope you can put that somewhere where you can read it again and again to our listeners. Yes. Hannah, when was it that you first believed Jesus? Well, um, it was um, 
Well, it was gradually, but about five, six years ago, um, when I was kind of finishing my university, and that's when I did not really know what is the um, purpose of my life, where is my life going, um, all those of things, and I couldn't quite find um, hope in my life. I couldn't um, know the meaning of my life. But that's when I was searching and searching and realizing that I don't have, um, I don't know what to do. You know, I don't have any plan. I don't have purpose. I couldn't find any purpose when I asked myself. But that's when I was really um, asking God. Um, that's when um, still, you know, knowing, uh, learning about God, but um, I prayed to God for the first time that, Lord, if you are really real, if you really exist, please help me. And long story short, um, God um, really came into my life. Uh, he um, saved me. He uh, showed me the way I should go. So God surely hear our prayer and he that moment I believed and realized that God is real. He hears our prayer. Nobody else um, could say that's just an accident or um, that's just uh, happened because it was just when I really needed him to come into my life. So praise God. Amen. Praise the Lord. So your faith began to grow. Hmm. And in Acts chapter 3 and verse 19, as you began to believe Jesus, the next step that the Holy Spirit draws us to is repentance. Yes. Would you read Acts chapter 3 and verse 19? Sure. It says, Repent therefore and be converted, that your sins may be blotted out. Hmm. So God is longing for us to recognize him and recognize that we are in need of a Savior. Yes, that's right. And the Holy Spirit draws us to him. Mm. And that sorrow for sin, that mm. repentance, as we recognize our need and only Jesus mm. can save us, which then leads us to 1 John chapter 1 and verse 9, or could say confession. Hmm. It says, if we confess our sins, he is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. Wow. So repentance always leads, a true repentance, yes. heartfelt repentance hmm. always leads to confession. confession. It's amazing that he not only forgive us, but he also cleanse us from all unrighteousness. Um, not some unrighteousness, but from all unrighteousness. Amen. And as we believe Jesus, as the Holy Spirit draws us to repentance and to confession, and as we receive, what's the promise in Revelation chapter 3 and verse 20, what yes. does the Lord say there? 
says, Behold, I stand at the door and knock. If anyone hears my voice and open the door, I will come in to him. Amen. Mm. And he comes in to him and he wants to dine with him and he with me. There's a relationship that begins. Yes. Which is what you experienced, Hannah, mm. and what I experienced in my life. Those four simple steps all begins with believing, just mm. like the jailer, just mm. like yourself, mm. just like every person who's ever gone searching. When you, He says, if you seek for me and search for me with all your heart, you will find me. Mm. He does want to be found. Amen. So we first believe that God loves us and wants to save us through Jesus Christ. And then we let the Holy Spirit lead us to repentance. Mm. And that repentance is not just not just on the surface, mm. but there's a depth there because we we have a sorrow for our sin. Mm. We want to turn away. We recognize that our sin has caused grief to God Mm. and that it separates us from God. Mm. And we hate our sin. We, We loathe what we have done. We're longing for cleansing. We're longing for that uh, to be guilt free. And as we confess our sins and admit that we are sinners in need of a savior, in need of Jesus, forgiveness comes through confession Mm. because Jesus, we receive Jesus into our heart. And just like John wrote in the book of Revelation, he's gently knocking on the door of your heart and my heart. But the door handle is not on the outside. Mm. He waits for the invitation to come in. And that is our decision to open our hearts to him, to let him come in. But when he comes in, he just doesn't want to stay a moment. (laughs) He wants to come and have fellowship and dine, as he says. So that's actually spending time. Mm. He wants an intimate, personal relationship Mm. with his children. He wants to bless your life and my life. And he's promised to do that when we sincerely ask him. Don't doubt it. Don't question it. Believe that Jesus Christ now reigns in your heart because in simple faith and commitment, you asked him to come in. And as you believe, repent, confess, and receive Jesus Christ into your life, you will have personal peace. Mm. The Bible says that he's the Prince of Peace. Amen. So when the Prince of Peace rules on the throne of your heart, there has to be peace within because he can only take up that position when we've given our sins to him. That's right. Oftentimes we try to have a peace with different things. Maybe it's a different um, uh, things that we rely on or addiction even, but only Jesus can fill our heart and give us the true peace that surpasses all understanding. That's so true, Hannah. And as we were looking at the story of Paul and Silas in prison, Mm. it's interesting that they were suffering Mm. so much physical suffering. Yes. 
they must have felt cold even, I would imagine, mm. with, with their wounds from the stripes mm. that they had received, that they had received no uh, medical attention for. And yet, instead of moaning and groaning, which is what the jailer would normally hear or cursing from prisoners, they were singing and praying, praising God in time of greatest distress of mm. physical pain. That's a peace that passes all understanding. That's true. And no one can take that away from us. That is so right. Mm. And he truly is a wonderful God, a mm. wonderful Savior. To think that he bore all of that to come down, down, down to our earth, to this world that was made dark by sin to rescue us mm. so that we can be lifted up into heavenly places, that we can have hope, that we can have a forever friendship mm. with God. It's simply amazing. Amen. Well, what promise does Jesus give to those who open their hearts to believe in Jesus and accept him as their personal saviour? First John chapter 5, verse 11 to 13. The Bible says... And this is the testimony that God has given us eternal life. And this life is in his Son. He who has the Son has life. He who does not have the Son of God does not have life. These things I have written to you who believe in the name of the Son of God that you may know that you have eternal life and that you may continue to believe in the name of the Son of God. Wow. So that is so much, there's so much assurance mm. in that passage. Don't you just love that verse? Amen. He who has the Son has life. life. Mm. He who has a personal relationship with God has the assurance of eternal life. Mm. And Hannah, what I've discovered in knowing God, and I'm still on that journey of continuing to know God more every day, is that when you have Jesus, that eternal life actually begins today. Mm. Not that I have a new body and um, I have uh, endless life within myself, mm. but when Jesus takes up residence in me, there is new life that has begun. That's in me. right. And though death may separate me, from my family, when Jesus comes again, I could hear his voice mm. and that life would continue, but only with a body renewed like his glorious body. Amen. We can begin mm. that journey of faith and life now with the assurance wow. with what Jesus has done. That's amazing. To receive Jesus is to receive his gift of eternal life. If we have accepted Jesus and by faith believe he is our personal saviour, we can have the assurance of eternal life. Guilt is gone, according to God's word. We are accepted in the beloved. You may like to read for us Ephesians chapter 1 and verse 6, Hannah. Yes, sure. It's always good to find a Bible verse to confirm. Ephesians chapter, chapter 1, 1 and verse 6. And you could also read verse 7. 
Yes. Thank you. The Bible says, To the praise of the glory of His grace by which He made us accepted in the Beloved. In Him we have redemption through His blood, the forgiveness of sin according to the riches of His grace. Amen. We are accepted in the Beloved. Mm. And as you read there, we have the redemption through His blood, Mm. His life for ours. We are adopted into the family of God and are now part of the royal family of heaven. Would you like to open your heart right now and receive the gift of eternal life Christ so freely offers? There are some decisions to make. But before we make those decisions, Hannah, there's a prayer that we could pray. Mm. And I just invite us now as we pray. Dear Heavenly Father, Lord, we know that we are sinners. We are lost without you. Mm. Our sins have separated us from you. We lack inner peace and security. We feel guilty at times. But today we want to open our heart to you. We want to confess our sins. And dear Lord, we're sorry that we have disobeyed you. And we're choosing to accept your gift of eternal life today and believe that your forgiveness, peace and grace are ours right now. And we ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. As we have done that, we now have some decisions to make. And this is for each one of us. You may find yourself in one of these categories. Maybe you once accepted Christ, but you've drifted away and just now you desire to recommit your life to him. Or maybe you are already a committed Christian and you sense a need for a new experience with God. Mm. Or perhaps You may have never fully accepted Christ into your life, but today you're choosing to give your life to Christ. I pray that you would make that commitment in your heart, that you would choose Christ today. I know for myself that I would like to recommit my life to Christ. Amen. To have today that new experience with God mm. that I may keep my eyes continually on Him. Amen. I agree with that as well. Um, more and more we come to know God, there's no limit to knowing Him. And more close to come to Him, we sense the need of God more and more. And I'd like to also recommit my life to God. And daily I want to um, be connected with Him. Amen. Thank you so much, Hannah. Thank you. We thank you so much for joining us today and listening in to this Bible study. And I'd like to close with a final prayer. A loving Father in heaven, you understand us, you know us, and you read our hearts and our hearts desire. And Lord, as we make our choice for you today, or perhaps We're still struggling to choose you, to choose you as our personal saviour. 
I pray that you would reveal yourself to our listeners, that they may know that you are God whom they can trust and that you came so far from heaven to come down to our earth to be our personal redeemer and saviour. But you are coming back to deliver us, to be our conquering Messiah, to be our coming King, our defender, our rock and our fortress. So Heavenly Father, take each one of us today and fill us, we pray, with your Holy Spirit, that this new life that has begun will continue until we meet you face to face, is my prayer in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Well, really enjoyed our Bible study today. Thank you for joining in with Hannah and I. And we pray that you will come back and join us again. May God bless you and go in peace. questions or comments about any of the programs you've heard, you can call 3ABN Australia Radio within Australia on 02 4973 3456 or from outside of Australia on country code 612 4973 3456. Our email address is radio at 3abnaustralia.org.au. That is radio at the number 3 ABN Australia, all one word, dot org dot au. Our postal address is 3 ABN Australia Inc, PO Box 752, Morissette, New South Wales 2264, Australia. Thank you for your prayers and financial support.
Marlita Fong singing, For God So Loved the World. And coming up next, the Clark family will sing, Thank You, Jesus, for the Blood. I was a wretch. I remember who I was. I was lost. I was blind. I was running out of time. Sin separated, the breach was far too wide But from the far side of the chasm, you held me in your side So you made a way across the great divide Left behind heaven's throne to build it here inside Jesus 
Butler and I want to welcome you to Healthy Living Around the World. I am on site at the Health Training School at Centre for Health in Bulgaria and with me today is Emily Toba. Welcome Emily to the program. Hi, thank you very much. I'm happy to be here with you today. Good. Now Emily, you are here in Bulgaria but can you tell me where you are from originally? Okay, so I'm from Mauritius. It's the beautiful island in the Indian Ocean. Okay, that's yes. off the side of Africa, is exactly, that the one? Exactly, exactly. Uh -huh. So, can you tell me how come you are way over here in Bulgaria from Mauritius? Well, as just, uh, just like you said it, uh, here it's a health school. Okay. So I came here to learn more about um, health, lifestyle and good um, information to get about how to get healthy. Okay, so you've come here to learn those things. So, what kind of things are you learning? Okay, so basically um, we're learning about um, good health lifestyle. Mm -hmm. What are the things that in our culture that we have been learning, we have been used to. Okay. That now we are re realizing that it's not that good for mm -hmm. our health. Mm -hmm. And we are kind of learning again what are the good things to do okay. every day to be healthier. Okay, so what are some examples? For example, well, I've been growing in an, in an Adventist family and I've been hearing a lot about the remedies, about mm -hmm. um, good things that you need to do, exercise, eat healthy food, mm -hmm. um, get fresh air or even be in the sunlight. But here we really learn how it's really healthy for your body and how your body reacts to it, how it's really good for you. So all these things that I've been hearing about and learning just a little bit now i'm really going in deep about okay. this information okay so you're getting a, a better understanding exactly in depth for exactly. these things mm -hmm. so the things like exercise like mm -hmm. nutrition Ex exactly how yeah. about rest okay rest um, yes. sunlight okay even the spiritual part uh, mm. behind being healthy ah. so this is also an important part that we see here in the health school okay so quite a variety of different things exactly yeah right that sounds very good mm -hmm. are you actually trying some of these things for yourself well um i've been here for just a little bit of time yes but i can seriously see that what i've been learning mm -hmm. and trying to apply little by little in my life mm -hmm. um here it's helping me for oh. example okay um, I can see that the food that we are eating here is changing and helping me for the skin. Oh. I've been losing some weight. Wow. I can feel even when we go outside sometimes in the morning to get the sunlight. You have a whole day where you're happier, you feel good. And even about the rest, as I was telling you, mm. at night we go to sleep at a good time. Mm -hmm. And then we have this, or this whole time to sleep and wake up in the morning. So you can see the change in your mood, in your how you, you are the whole day. You don't feel tired, you don't feel sad, you, you feel really healthier. So that's how I've been applying it in my in my life, and I can see the difference physically 
and also spiritually. Okay. So this is only just in the short time that you've been here, you're noticing all of this. Yes. And I know that the best is yet to come. (laughs) That's good. Wow. That's very interesting. Mm -hmm. That's encouraging. You're learning that and experiencing that so quickly, the changes. Yeah. Because, um, it's been, um, an everyday exercise that we're doing, Mm -hmm. like eating healthier, doing the exercises every day, going Mm -hmm. to the sunlight and also the friendship, the new people that you meet here sharing these experiences together helping each other so all of this just makes you feel better yes in your body and also in your in your mind to Mm -hmm. be spiritually also closer to god Mm -hmm. because you have this this uh, experience this knowledge that you're gaining Mm -hmm. and maybe you cannot see it Mm -hmm. through the radio but if you were here with us in Bulgaria, for example, there are people listening to us, like mm. you see the environment, which yeah. is really fresh. Mm. We're surrounded by trees, by fresh air, and all of this just helps you a lot. Wow. I think anyone listening to this is going to wish they were here with oh, us yes. so they could experience all these benefits. Yeah, that's really, really good. Here. Yeah, now I like what you brought up about the fact that when you're here in a class, and everyone is trying to do these, um, mm-hmm. apply these principles of healthy living. When they're doing that, they can all share and encourage one another. And you've yeah. got like that social support network here exactly. in this class while you're trying to make those changes. Mm-hmm. We're like kind of a community like yes. already because maybe some of us are not really used to exercising. Yeah. So when we go together, we are encouraging the other. Mm. And we sometimes during our breaks, we go outside and play together. Mm-hmm. So this bonding that we have mm-hmm. also helps us yes. um, to 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 exercise these things that we are learning every day. Yes, yes, that's very good. Now, a few times you've mentioned that something about the spiritual connection to these health things. Mm-hmm. Can you go into that a little bit more? Tell me, how, how are you finding that health is having some sort of spiritual link? Can you explain that? Well, there's two, two things that I've been seeing is that, first of all, um, I'm from a city in okay. Mauritius, and mm-hmm. I've been growing with, like, a lot of, um, things around me like um, an a hectic, active lifestyle. Oh, yes. mm-hmm. Here, it's really help you to to relax and mm-hmm. see things di- differently, and mm-hmm. have more time disconnected to all these things and connected to God. Okay. So this special time that you have for yourself, mm-hmm. you share it with God, and this also helps you. Um, for me, it has been helping me sp- spiritually. But not only that, with all the classes that we have every day, mm-hmm. we can see that these remedies that we have been learning about, it's mm-hmm. not something that just uh, like men came out with these ideas. Okay. We have been learning that this is the lifestyle that God has been um, creating for us mm. as from the beginning in the Bible. Ah. So these remedies are not something that we have been thinking about. These come from the Bible. And right. you can see that... Um, how God was loving us so much and he gave us all these things Mm. just for us to be healthy. And, um, for example, when you think he created the light, he created the air, he created these vegetables, these herbs and everything for you just to be healthy Mm -hmm. and being here and seeing all of that, learning all of this Mm. just helps you to understand how God is is love. Amazing. How, How he just wants you to be healthy Yes. And he just wants you to be happy. 
Wow, that's incredible that you are actually in the whole, the whole health thing. You're actually discerning God's love for us. Yeah, and that's it. Maybe we we sometimes we dis- uh, we we don't associate God and health. Yes. Like not really. How mm-hmm. how is it? Mm. But it's all about the same thing. Mm. It's all about the same thing. It's all about His love for us, mm. and Him wanted us to be healthy. Yes. And to be happy. Yes. So it's all about it's all about His love for yeah. us. Well, that's very special, very deep too. Yeah. Yes. Thank you. That is you explained that very well. Now, what would you say if there's someone who who you met say? who's thinking about their lifestyle and thinking they need to make some improvements. Mm-hmm. What what would you recommend from your experience? Because you've had some experience in changing your lifestyle, you explained yeah. just before. So what would you say to them in terms of how to get started mm-hmm. or any bits of advice that you might have for those people? Okay, so what, first of all, I think that even if we're not here in a, in a beautiful place like that, a perfect environment, mm-hmm. and we are in another city, Mm-hmm. Being healthy, it's a it's an everyday concern. I want to be better. I want to lose okay. weight. I want to be happier. Mm. So everybody get concerned about it. Yes. The difference is that when I got here, all this information mm. that really helped me. So ah. the first step would be really to to read about it, read and understand what is the meaning of that, how it helps me. So it's about getting the knowledge first of all. Okay. Get mm-hmm. the knowledge about it. And you don't have to come to, to a center to get it. You have so much books. Yes. The Bible itself just explains you all of this. Mm-hmm. So you can be, first of all, getting the knowledge. Okay. Second thing is that I can see that sometimes we just want to um, learn about this and then change everything radically in our life. For some people, that might work. Okay. But I guess, like, for example, for me, just yes. changing Everything at a, at a one time would be difficult in, in my daily life when I get out of here. Ah. So I think that it might be like going step by step. Okay. Mm-hmm. Every day, um, doing more exercises, going a little bit more in the sunlight, little by little. Mm-hmm. And then you'll see the change and then you'll really uh, give importance to that. Mm-hmm. And then you're going to be healthier like, little by little. But it's not like a big change that you want to doing your life because maybe you get my you, you might get bored or even not see the changes or things like that so it's better to go little by little and then see the change progressively okay okay so taking step by step exactly that's uh-huh. the word step by step uh-huh. oh that's good i think that's very you know practical common sense advice for people yeah. because Sometimes it can be very daunting to make a whole lot of changes, but mm-hmm. one step at a time. Exactly. Yeah. Well, maybe for some people it might work changing everything at a time. Yeah. It might work. Okay. I'm not saying not. But for me, um, being yeah. in another culture before and getting everything changed at once, it might be difficult. Yes. So if someone is listening and seeing his lifestyle just like mine before, maybe it might be step by yeah. step that we should yeah. move on. Okay, thank you. That's very, I think that's very good advice that hopefully some people will find helpful. Well, I want to thank you so much for joining me on the program today. Thank you for receiving me. We've been listening to Emily Toba here in Bulgaria. She's from Mauritius and she's been sharing about her experience with learning about a healthy lifestyle and experiencing the benefits We have been recording on site here at Bulgaria at the training school associated with Centre for Health. 
I'm your host, Kirsty Butler, and thank you once again for listening to Healthy Living Around the World. God bless you. You've been listening to a production of 3ABN Australia Radio.